0: Hey everyone out there. This is Mark Weiss. You're tuned in to CMS TV. Don't go anywhere. Stay there
1: From the 1980 release Scream dream that's uh Ted Nugent with hard as nails. And uh that one I'm going out by request to who? Um Timothy Callis.
2: Did you do something to your microphone?
1: I did. I hit the fader, it bumped it up too high.
2: Oh, I was gonna say, goddamn. Yep, got... I I banged my fader. You're <laughs> you're starting to sound like the rev there for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then we heard, uh,
1: Matt Barth. He wanted to hear ACDC, uh, with uh, touch too much Matt out of Cincinnati. He said, ACDC returns live tonight. Where are they playing? Do you know? Power trip. Oh, that's, that's going on this weekend. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, bu- 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 who else, uh, got a request in here? Um, We heard some uh, dirty looks for Jim Balduff. He wanted Mm -hmm. a no brains child. So that wraps up their request for this segment. Perfect. All right. So what do you have for us? Anything else?
2: Oh, of course. Uh, Of course you do. Uh, One of our favorite topics is back. Diamond Dave.
1: All right. What's he doing now?
2: He's got two new videos for don't stop the party. I wanted to. I am yet to understand what this fucking guy is doing.
1: Uh, so, he's he released two songs or two albums.
2: Two songs or two clips, I guess, cuz they're both ones like 40 seconds and one's like a minute. All right. But I just don't know what he's doing. I don't understand what he's trying to do. If there's a message, if it's he's promoting right. something, if it's I honestly just don't know what it is.
1: Is he trying to ruin the Van Halen legacy?
2: <laughs> uh, well, he's he's done that work. Now it's now it's on to his own solo life. But this is ridiculous. I I for the life you watch it, you tell me what he's trying to do. All right? Cuz for the life of me, I cannot figure it out. So this is the first one. This was actually released a couple weeks ago, but I just now caught it. Right. It's called Don't Stop the Party, part one.
0: Let's blow this up. You don't get them girls loose. loose. TJR. You don't get the world loose. loose. You don't get money. Loose. Mr. Worldwide. But I do. I do. You don't get them girls loose. loose. You don't get the world loose. loose. You don't get money. Loose. But I do. I do.
1: I say y'all having a good
0: time out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quiero par la
2: Is that just old footage? Well, that is
1: old footage. So I'm wondering if, if this is like a run-up to, um, like releasing a greatest hits or something.
2: Guess uh, is as good as mine. They, is he like, going to try and redo the Roth show.
1: Yeah. Cause I heard that right at the end, the Roth show,
2: which I'm assuming is like the K rock show.
1: Yeah. The, the one that lasted what six weeks? <laughs> <laughs> when he took over for Stern on yeah. Commercial Radio when Stern went to Sirius, yeah, just
2: terrible. But does that make does seeing that video make you want to invest any kind of time into anything that David Lee Roth could be doing?
1: Well, it's just bizarre that he would wheel wheel that old footage out like that. Because th- that was, was that not f- far removed from the Sam and Dave tour?
2: Somewhere in there, maybe.
1: Right in that, right in that same time frame.
2: Maybe I, I, I don't know. I don't remember. All right. But that wasn't enough. Okay. Because now, yesterday. Well, a little isn't enough. That's true. Little ain't enough. Well, it's a good thing because he provided us with more yesterday. (laughs) So here comes Don't Stop the Party. Okay. Part two. Okay. Which I know you've after seeing part one, you can't wait to see part two. There's a lot of
1: questions that were left unanswered from part one.
2: Well, this is even more I think this might leave more questions than answers. Okay. They well, he leaves us wanting more. I guess so. Well, here's the more you're getting.
0: You don't get them girls loose, loose You don't get the world loose, loose You don't get money Mr. Worldwide But I do, I do You don't get them girls loose, loose You don't get the world loose, loose You don't get money But I do, I do I say y'all having a good time out there
2: The Roth show. The Roth show. So,
1: so you're gonna come back with a show with all kinds of goofy hijinks? Is that is that is it's just sort of like trying to remind you of what the Ross show is all about, the goofy hijinks?
2: I have no idea.
1: I I, I I mean, I mean, obviously the catchphrase here is the Roth
2: show, or is it just old footage that he had that he's just putting out there, but shouldn't he at least say, Hey, here's something from the K-Rog days or something. Mm -hmm. That's just all he's doing is just throwing it out there. Mm -hmm. It's like, what is this? (laughs)
1: It's foreshadowing. That's what it is. It's foreshadowing. (sighs)
2: Ugh.
1: He's gonna come back in a big way.
2: Yeah. Well, are you excited about about him coming back in well, any capacity? You know what? I I just
1: as a fan of Van Halen, Roth era Van Halen,
2: mm-hmm. and and
1: as goofy as we know Dave is, he's just yeah. he's he's a train wreck.
2: Yeah, he's a mess.
1: I mean, he's a train wreck. I mean, you know, obviously when he was on a Rogan show. Mm-hmm. And he was just laughing and laughing and laughing at his own quips
0: mm-hmm. and his
1: own jokes and right. his own. It's like, all right, Dave, enough. And yeah, he's a- the the only the only thing as a fan you wish is come back and really stun us all with something good.
2: Yeah, try to you know, be only, decent. You know,
1: do something. I mean, we already know how goofy you are mm-hmm. and we already know how overinflated your bloated ego is. Yeah. Deliver us something that we were unexpecting. We were not expecting. Right. You know what I mean? And go, holy shit, this is actually good.
2: No, so far he hasn't done that.
1: You know? Well, that's my point. It's just like, is it, is it more of the same? Or will he deliver something, and we'll go, "Holy shit, the Dave you you finally hit a hit a home run." You know what I mean? I or is it going to be just a disaster and it, the expected disaster?
2: I don't think he has it in him to do anything good anymore. Nah, I just don't. I and just, I don't, don't. And
1: I'm not necessarily even talking music wise. I'm just talking about entertainment wise. Just uh. just something entertaining that we didn't see or hear before.
2: Dave less good than Mr. Rab- <laughs> good point, Ben. Good point. All right. So that's David Lee Roth. Okay. Don't have any idea what the fuck he's trying to prove here, but um, he's trying to prove something, I guess.
1: The Dave show. The Dave show. The Dave show.
2: All right. Next thing. Next topic. Yes. No, we're just rifling through. I'm emptying out the, I'm emptying out the banks tonight.
1: Oh, by the way. Yes. Our, our friend Ian mean metal X Mm
2: -hmm. hit
1: me up the other day via text yeah and he goes driving through Fort Wayne, Indiana, okay listening to the Burt show. (laughs) So I don't know if that meant they were airing the Burt show, you know, in, in Fort Wayne or he was listening to the old CMS podcast. Podcast where we covered the Bird Show.
2: I hope it's the latter,
1: <laughs> the Bird Show.
2: I hope he wouldn't get stuck listening to that.
1: I thought I hope he wasn't carrying an emotional load.
2: <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> nice. All right. So another another guy that's hanging on to his past, much like Blotzer. Yes. Another drummer hanging on to his past, Steve Riley. Uh, Steve Riley's L.A. Guns is back with a new song.
1: Okay, are
2: you excited about this?
1: Not really. And believe me, I love Steve like a brother. That guy has been nothing but good to me over the last couple of decades.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He he's he's always embraced me as far as like calling me his rock and roll brother and, sure. you know, all this other stuff. Steve is, is, is if, if you ever known Steve Riley, if you ever met the guy, he couldn't be mm-hmm. more nicer, more accommodating, more friendly than anybody in the business.
2: Yeah, he is. He's re- he really is a nice guy. There's no, there's no question about that. I mean, I can't imagine doing business with him. doesn't sound like that would be fun, but you know, is what it is, I guess. Oh,
1: So now he's calling it Riley's L.A. Guns.
2: Now it's Riley's L.A. Guns.
1: Okay. So so before he was going out as a L.A. Guns. Yeah. Now well, it's is, Riley's L.A. Guns. Well, I think he lost in court.
2: Yeah. Now, now he has to be Riley's L.A. Now Guns. It's,
1: now is Kelly Nichols still
2: involved with this? I really don't know. I have no idea who's involved. Because I just saw I, the new single. They had
1: both Steve and Kelly on the show when steve mm-hmm. Riley put together his version of la guns and you know kelly nichols was like well why why shouldn't we be able to go out there under la guns because mm-hmm. we both performed and wrote and the songs just right. like just like tracy and and phil mm-hmm. so why can't we do that and it's well. well again i don't know what you're agreements are or what your legal obligations are, but it's always the voice and the guitarist.
2: Yeah. It's not usually the drummer and the bassist.
1: (laughs) Exactly. It's not the rhythm section that usually is the standout.
2: That's right. L.A. Duds. Riley's guns attack. (laughs) You're not going to believe this, but I like this song. Okay. I don't hate it. Doesn't sound anything at all like L.A. Guns to my ears, but um, not a bad song. Okay. So let's check it out. Maybe you like it. Maybe you don't. But this is Riley's L.A. Guns doing "The Dark Horse." Okay. Here we go. <laughs>
1: sounds like this could be a bonus track off a shrinking violet. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. The vocal is not good.
1: No, it's, it's very subdued. There's Mm. no inflection. You know, it just,
2: that's the part they need to copy. If they're going to be LA guns. Yeah. You got to have the, and there's no denying
1: that guy. This guy is just flat.
2: Just Kurt. What's his name? Kurt Froelich. Yeah. He's just like, it it
1: has no, he has no inflection Mm. at all. It's just like a flat monotone. Yeah. It's just like, that's kind of boring. Musically, it's pretty cool, but but, but it's like Shrinking Violet. It's got the guitars, the guitar sound of Shrinking Violet, kind of the jizzy era of LA Guns, which, by the way, you need to talk to your co host, Eric. Why? He had a um, conversation with Jizzy.
2: Is he mad at us again? You. Me?
1: I can't get into it because I don't know all the particulars, but you need to talk to Eric. All right. And What did I do? I I love Jizzy. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. (laughs) Because I wasn't there. I didn't witness it. All I know is what Eric told me, but I think you should hear it from Eric directly.
2: All right. That's fine.
1: <laughs> okay. I was shocked.
2: Shocked. <laughs> is it something I actually did or is it something that Jizzy invented? Uh, something Jizzy invented in my mind. Who has been more supportive than me of Jizzy Pearl?
1: Dude, the, I brought all these exact same talking points up when
2: oh my Eric God.
1: was sharing this with me, but uh, it got pretty vile. Let's just put it that way.
2: Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> At this point, I'm done with with trying to, you know, placate everybody.
1: It wasn't me this time. It was you.
2: What could I have possibly said?
1: I don't know, but Eric will share it with you, I'm sure. All right, I'll check
2: with him tomorrow. (laughs) But when he told me, I was just like, what? Mm
1: -hmm. Chris is the biggest love-hate supporter in the world. Are you shitting me? Whatever, but, uh, it's
2: gotta be about grassy. It, fact,
1: it
2: fact, is. It's it gotta is. be about how much I don't like Alex. It
1: is. it is. And, but whatever, you just ask him.
2: All right. I will. There,
1: there shoulders to shoulder in a band. <laughs> whatever.
2: I don't care. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry that you're mad. Jizzy, that I don't like your guitar player, but I don't. All right. Doesn't mean I don't like you All right. whatever. Be mad. I guess.
1: All right. So all right just thought I'd give you the heads up. Lovely. Cuz Eric is like a little um hesitant to share that. With me? Yeah.
2: Why is he afraid I'm going to what? Uh, no, be because, mad?
1: because he said he said some pretty vile
2: things. That's so awesome. what? What do you say? I'm a big fat tub of shit or whatever? <laughs> Who cares. It's just be He was being mean and stuff. So what? <laughs> I am a big fat tub of shit. Try again. Try again. Whatever. I don't care. Okay, so I guess Jizzy won't be coming on the show.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we had some we had some
1: spirited conversation last night hanging out right. Eric. It was just fun.
2: Yeah. It,
1: it, it's just it's just funny how impactful that some things that can be with artists who really should focus on other things.
2: Well, whatever. Whatever. I don't have to like everybody, and I don't have to pretend that I do. Right. And I'm not gonna pretend that I do. Sorry. Right. And all that being said, I generally, genuinely, am the biggest Love Hate fan there and is.
1: And we're very supportive of the of the solo releases.
2: And I was okay. I was good with the Quiet Riot. And. You did it. He did a takeover show. Yes, with me, in some gym, locker room or something. Right in
1: North Canton.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Whatever.
1: I know it's ridiculous.
2: Whatever. Is what it is. I ain't worried about it. All right. All right. You want more of this? L.A. Guns. Yeah.
1: Let's. The, the, do the vocals improve? Does he inflect it all? Does he?
2: focal stays about where it was
1: that's it huh just flat monitor yeah. no inflection just kind of boring yeah doesn't sound anything like phil lewis no okay
2: maybe that's the idea is to sound different
1: well then it's not L.A. guns i mean what, what riley's la guns yeah no but it doesn't it's it's not identifiable under the la guns sound yeah I mean, isn't, isn't that the reason why Jeff Scott Soto didn't get the uh, journey gig? Because according to Neil Sean, he didn't sound Steve Perry-ish enough.
2: No, that's what. According that, to him. That's what was said back then. <laughs>
1: so so if you're going to use the name that already has a legacy out there, I guess you need to sound like what people expect from that that name.
2: Right. All right. Well. Let's see, if, let's see if maybe he captures it later. All right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Bound my
0: broken back an anchor at the bottom of the sea. A chance to catch my breath again. Oh, paradise was not far. Spinning round Yeah, i the dark horse Maybe a lost cause I should be the last thing on your mind in this ever easy? in the never will
2: it's
1: it's a band <laughs> it's, yeah it's certainly not la guns
2: <laughs> it's riley's la guns you
1: no know, yeah it's it's it doesn't resemble anything that sounds like la Gun- I, this is the shrinking violet era yeah it, that's what it sounds like i mean it it has that kind of shrinking violets uh raw not so much money behind the production thing and It's what it sounds like to me, because I'm I'm hearing remnants of barbed wire in there. I'm hearing remnants of you know, uh, I can't think of the song, but I like Shrinking Violet. I did too. You know, but but this is this is that era, and this vocal uh, this guy's mm, he's just monotone and flat, right? You know, I'm not a singer, but I could sing this. (laughs) <laughs> you know i'm I'm just as monotone and flat as this guy
2: right yeah i'm not really feeling this too much I, I like it musically though i do like the mu. i think the music it's a fun song with a good singer but it's I'm not feeling that singer at all not at all so yeah we don't need to finish this do we nope that's enough
1: well so <laughs> you're talking la guns and i know you probably have other things yeah but since this is la guns related yeah uh, this was, uh, sent in as a, uh, story from Mark Miller. Mm-hmm. Apparently, uh, LA guns make fun of laptops on stage.
2: Oh yeah. I heard about this. Uh, who, who's Ronnie rat Rad from, who's- um, falling in reverse.
1: Is that who that is? Yeah. Okay. I,
2: I think I, he's I in falling know, in reverse. I don't know who that is. Uh,
1: anyway. And what, uh, perhaps is the most overblown narrative dominating rock and metal in the 2020s. Oh, you're right. Falling in reverse. Who, who are they? I, I,
2: they're more modern. It's a, it's, da- they're one of the bigger modern metal bands today.
1: Okay. Uh, falling in reverse. Ronnie Radke blast hair metal vets, <laughs> hair metal, hair metal vets, LA guns after they mocked bands who use laptops to aid their live performances i mean doesn't this go back to the whole backing tracks and the vocals and it does you you put in you know you got to punch in the shit that you're doing to to bolster your sound right same thing
2: yeah
1: uh, the use of backing tracks and laptops which are commonly used to run click tracks lighting effects backing tracks and a myriad of other things related to performance and production has been a contentious uh, topic over the uh, ever since falling in reverse withdrew from a festival performance after their laptops went missing. <laughs> Yes. Well, that kind of says it. It's just like you can't perform. Are you not good enough musicians to perform without having electronic devices back you up?
2: Well, it's part of the music. That'd be like saying, can't you perform if you still have a bass guitar if the electric guitar didn't show up?
1: Well, but that's an actual musician,
2: though. Yeah, but if they use the tracks for it. Is part of their music. Yeah, but th-
1: but what you're what you're confirming to me is that they're using laptops in place of an actual real musician.
2: Yeah, it's like industrial metal.
1: Yeah, well, that's kind of my point. That's what I'm saying. It's just like yeah. what what prevents you, Chris Aiken, a AT- uh, IT expert, mm-hmm. from putting together a show. And saying I'm a musician because I programmed the computer to pump out sounds that sound like music. Yeah, that's not exactly what they're doing. Though. But I'm trying. To, I'm trying to break it down to the most
2: base. Yeah, no, I know, I, and I get it. And it, it goes back to. I think everybody's different. I'm not, I'm definitely not on in the Eddie trunk camp of, unless there's somebody up there sweating while they're playing, it's not music. <laughs> all right. you know, I'm, I'm not that guy. And I'm not, I'm not like the guy that's going to be like all upset. If, if people enhance the music with sound effects and, you know, to me, to me using a laptop's no different than using a trigger drum that sets off a, or a keyboard or whatever that sets off a sound effect. Mm -hmm. it's the same
1: yeah you know nobody has
2: a problem if there's a programmed drum and nobody's had a problem for 40 fucking years when a drummer would hit an electric since Def Leppard you know nobody's nobody's ever had a problem with that but Mm -hmm. now it's a problem if you use today's tools
1: right uh well I think people were unaware how that worked back then and now that everybody knows how it worked, it's just like, ah, oh, we've been fooled all these years, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? You know, cause you know, the, obviously the internet has changed everything as far as like knowledge and behind the scenes. And this mm-hmm. is really what you're hearing instead of, oh man, you mean, you mean, uh, um, what's his name? Allen. You brought him up. Allen. Yeah. D- Def Leppard's drummer.
2: Oh, Rick Allen. Rick Allen. Yeah. You mean
1: he wasn't beating those drums? You mean that he was using electronic triggers? Yeah, amazing. Holy what? shit. I, I, God damn it. I thought, I thought he overcame his uh, loss of his mind <laughs> when he was really playing that shit. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, many completely under misunderstood why the technology is used, especially for the likes of bands such as Falling in Reverse, whose style genuinely incorporates electronic and beat Based music, which is what you were just saying, in addition to the rock and metal punk uh, amalgamation, simply they're not the same type of rock band Deep Purple were when they cut the legendary Live in Japan. What clean, clean up, clean it up there, Jackal! I just said <laughs> Live in Japan. He just, he just, he just blew a load, and that's pocket.
2: right. Oh, he said it.
1: Yeah, the use of digital assistance which is what you're talking about Chris. Mm-hmm. is widely adopted practice by bands with decades of experience as well as those who are relative newcomers meaning it's not a younger bands who do it i.e. Def Leppard. Yeah. Which is what you just said.
2: But uh, but even uh, even like Motley Crue has done it for years. How many of those Tommy Lee drum solos do it did he have where he would have like triggers to play? You know, like the full musical bed of like Led Zeppelin, and he would hit it and then he would start playing the John Bonham parts while he flew the drums over everybody's most, head. And
1: then same most, thing. And most recently, from what was reported and kind of discovered, is that Mickey or Nikki is not actually playing his bass in those music at all. He's just up there, just Acting. Movement, acting, moving his <laughs> arms and hands around and acting like he's playing, but his bass parts are actually just being piped through the system.
2: Yeah. Allegedly. But, allegedly. Yeah. So well, McMars claims.
1: I said recently.
2: Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. I'm not taking no part of that. that could right. he could very well be thumping a note.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sure. Just like you did at your birthday party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <years ago. laughs> And besides, what's more uncool than complaining about how things aren't like they used to be? Hot, see again. That's so uncool to say, well, back in my day, man, you're so uncool for saying that because you've got the old man syndrome. That's right. Uh, While criticizing these younger than you, it's everything your younger self probably resented about the generation that came before. You know, we used to build our own furniture, man. We didn't go to Ikea. Oh. We used to cobble our own That's chairs right. and our own wood and <laughs> use lathes, and go out there and hack down our own trees. That's right. And make a make a chair leg, but now you just go to IKEA and put it
2: together by the <laughs> numbers, man. Yeah, this couch was a 200-year-old fern <laughs> in the backyard. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, LA Guns are now in Radke's crosshairs on X, formerly of Twitter. you, you know what? What's really funny is that, uh, Siri
0: mm-hmm.
1: now, uh, when was, somebody sent me a, a, a text with a, with a, a Twitter video or X video yeah, yeah. And, and Siri now says some, somebody with the number, you know, seven, seven, three, yada, 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 sent you a video link from X formerly Twitter <laughs> <laughs> a said now uh, for mocking the use of laptops at a recent show as 66-year-old singer Phil Lewis, Phil Lewis is 66, holy shit, wow. uh, told the crowd, how's the sound out there? Is it all right? I have a bit of bad news. Unfortunately, our digital feed and our laptops broke down and sound checked this afternoon, so we're going to have to play a whole set completely 100% live. Are you okay with that? <laughs> it's funny.
0: <laughs>
1: well, see, here's the thing. Regardless of your your personal thoughts on Tracy yeah. Guns, he is a competent guitarist. I'd never say he wasn't. Uh, like I said. And then uh, Phil is a great vocalist. I mean, that guy at 66 still screams his fucking ass off. Sure. You know? and uh i just thought that was hysterical he said that yeah oh well we're we don't have laptops man so we're just gonna have to play it live you know i hope that's acceptable
2: it's just the the old guys in the room need to just stop it's new (laughs) it's different it's that they're not trying to be you trust me ronnie radke and um falling in reverse is not trying to mimic LA guns or deep purple or black Sabbath or ACDC or any of those bands. They're doing their own thing.
1: Yeah, I know. But, but the, the the thing is, is, and you kind of, you kind of hit the nail on the head. They can't be. And, and that's the whole thing. It's just like, Oh, you're a musician. Oh, you don't have the chops to be able to do,
2: you know, I don't know that that's true at all. No, 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 There's I'm no not, audience I'm for that. I'm not saying
1: you. I'm saying know. I'm saying this is the attitude. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you're a musician? Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't play without a laptop? What kind mm-hmm. of musician are you?
2: You know? Yeah. Fake fake musician, fake mm-hmm. fake. Yeah. He's a profitable musician is what he is because he's doing it for the modern kid. Right, of course. Just like they did back in the 80s. You know, they were, why were they a sleazy rock band? Because that's what, what was selling. Right. You know, why were they, why were they what they were? Because of Motley Crue and because of Guns and Roses. Right. Those two had success. So what did LA Guns do? They showed up with that same kind of look. Now you got to
1: remember, man, that Tracy Guns was the guns, in guns oh, and Guns please Rose. man.
2: Please. He was an unloaded gun, apparently, because right. they didn't keep him. Well, he he left the band, but they kept the Guns name. <laughs> yeah, they kept the name. <laughs> and sure, here, I'll give you a Tracy compliment. I yeah. actually think he's a better guitar player than Slash. Really? Want to, yes. Wow. As far as sheer skill, that's just so- as far as sheer skill, I do think that. Well, that that's that's a, that is a big compliment because and, obviously Slash gets a lot of accolades. He does. Well, it's because he's in the biggest band. Sure. But I mean, pl- playing for playing can you really i mean you can you can point to some songs like um um what's that song uh, ring of fire you know with the guitar solo in it on the mm-hmm. um cocked and loaded record right that's an amazing solo in that song yes, Sure. Yes. No, slash doesn't have nothing like that in his career and like, i like slash i again i'm not shitting on slash no, either
1: but 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 coming from chris aiken who holds grudges
2: that is, no,
1: I, that is surprising.
2: <laughs> look, my grudge is not against his performance. My grudge is against him trying to to talk shit at me.
1: Right. All right. Sharing a video clip of the moment, Radke writes, who in the fuck is this dude? Well, he's kind of like, I got a few years and, you know, a few a few decades under his belt before you uh, came along there. Youngster. Yeah. No. Uh, to say anything about relying on laptops being used when he relies on a fucking wig, <laughs> a fucking wig. <laughs> and a pound of makeup and dyed eyebrows to reassure he doesn't look 75 years old <laughs> and really thinks anyone other than the metal heads in the crowd agree That is kind of funny. (laughs) That is funny. (laughs) Holy shit, really? Uh, Not content with just that, Radke followed up. uh, My entire band literally destroys you in technically performance and pitch, and the only thing your geriatric asses are better at are filling up syringes and nodding off at Motel 6s in your dive bar tour. (laughs) Oh, he's saying they're old uh, addicts? Is that what he's saying? Uh, uh please uh, refrain from speaking on things you don't understand. You need your adult diapers changed.
2: Damn.
1: <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty funny. But you know, regardless if you're a la guns fan or not, yeah. They are a competent fan. I, I mean, I've seen them sure. a million times and you know. Tracy is a, is a very competent guitarist. Bill is, Bill is a fantastic vocalist, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, again, whether you're a fan or not, you can't deny the, their ability to play.
2: Live. No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, I don't I mean, Radke's just firing back because he was attacked first. I get that. Sure, he's sure. he's you know he's doing it the modern way. You threw a barb at me. I'm gonna throw one back at you on Twitter or whatever X. But you know, and and whatever. I'm I'm not such a big fan of that necessarily. But <laughs> but um, you know, it's just it's just bullshit. To, I mean, the the bigger argument to me is the bullshit is that one is superior to the other. It's just a different time.
1: Right. I agree.
2: You know, there's a reason that that Falling in Reverse is one of the bigger bands out there, Slipknot or, you know, those types of bands. And uh, Dirty Honey is not. You know, I mean, they're a solid band, great band. They play their own instruments, and they sell probably 2,000 tickets on their own. Sure. You know, there, there's there's a reason, because that's not the modern sound. It's not the modern style. And I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm just saying that, you know, th- it's a different thing. Phil, Phil really, he'll never will because he's an outspoken guy. But uh, you know, he doesn't get it. He's old, and he's set in his ways. He's probably he probably still needs somebody to set his password to fucking check a Gmail account. <laughs> he probably doesn't use a laptop, right?
1: Well, I, I probably think Phil just thinks that if you're a band or a musician, you need to actually go out there and physically play an instrument.
2: Yeah, well, okay, Eddie Trunk, then go and do that, I guess. And that's what they do. Yeah, and that's fine. Nothing nothing against that. I'm not I'm not arguing against that. I'm just saying that he, my my problem with this whole thing is the thought that their way is the only way. Right. You know, like, because a, a, I, I would guarantee that they would look at a band like Nine Inch Nails and think that that's not music. A guy like Phil Lewis that's saying, oh, laptops, this and that. What does he think of Nine Inch Nails that has 25 years of huge success with, you know, he does it all in the studio. It's all twisting and knobs and computers mm-hmm. and then he recreates it for the live setting but he but he writes all of it and does it all with computers and stuff yep is that not music yeah well
1: again it, and this i was trying to make a little uh bridge there about people who are craftsmen who work with their hands mm-hmm. and you know, our, our wood craftsmen or something. And it's just like, look, you, you bought that from, you know, Walmart or Ikea and we actually use lathes and honed yeah. our own wood and all that other. It's the same thing. You know, yeah. there's no pride in craftsmanship these days, man. Right. No, I guess. Yeah. So you want to hear the audio from this?
2: Oh, sure. why
1: not? All right, here we go. Let's see here. Who the fuck is this dude? Let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. All right. Where is it? Goddamn it. They just sent me the link here. I thought there was some audio to this, but apparently not. Oh, well. Yep. It's just the response. Mike Mm -hmm. Jackson.
2: Michael Jackson.
1: Yeah. Uh, He
2: has something to say on this.
1: Apparently so. All right. I I don't have audio, so I thought I did, but I don't.
2: All right. Well, that's all right.
1: All right. So so moving on. Moving what on. It, what is it that you have?
2: Well, this is just in. Judas Priest has announced the name of their new album.
1: Oh, they have a, a new album?
2: Coming out.
1: Well, you know what? I got to be honest with you. I, I I was digging what I was hearing from KK's Priest. I like it, too. I, I, I thought it was a little more solid. Yeah. I know it's not Rob Halford, but uh, I think KK and and Ripper have been bringing it. I agree. I definitely agree. You know, well, I, they, thought was, I thought it was very solid, but uh, you know, of course, I'm going to always listen to what Priest brings out, and I hope it's, I hope it's in your face.
2: Well, they've released the, the album name and the album cover. Okay, here's the cover, and it is called. Let me turn this thing off. It's called invisible shield. Thoughts.
1: Invisible shield. Yeah. Hmm.
2: I'm thinking there's going to be a bad song called invisible. Shield.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Invisible shield just doesn't sound priestish. Does
2: it no I mean, be like shield of steel or something yeah
1: exactly not invisible shield I uh, I'm not liking that I mean yeah. uh, immediately I'm thinking Genesis invisible touch <laughs> you know that's just uh invisible
2: invis invincible I'm sorry invincible I'm rereading it invincible shield
1: okay. Does that make a difference? Mm, Not really. Maybe a little bit. I I don't know. I'm just not digging
2: that. Do you like the cover?
1: I'm I'm on the fence. I just don't I'm not really sure to be honest with you. There's
2: a lot of color in it.
1: Yeah, I mean it is colorful. I, I will agree with
2: that. Their AI guy did a masterful job Mm-hmm. that do you think that's AI? Yeah,
1: of course. Uh, again, I'm, 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 I'm thinking, you know, when I think, I think Judas priest, I I'm, I'm thinking like, um, you know, just, just warriors and swords and, you know, whatever. And it's a, I don't know.
2: Well, there's a shield. It, there is. It's there pretty is. invincible. It is. Looks like they can't burn it or color it or something.
1: Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Not really sure what to think, to be honest with you, but okay.
2: Alfred wanted the cover to look like a <laughs> rainbow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Is there anything more? Uh, um. Let's see. See if they have any information other than, than the name of it, um, uh, bu- 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 British heavy metal legends Judas Priest will release their new studio album, Invincible Shield, on March 8th, 2024, via Sony Music. I'm glad they told us five months in advance. The release date for Priest's follow up to 2018's Firepower was announced earlier today by singer Rob Halford during the band's performance at the Power Trip Festival in Indigo, California. Here's the album cover. Um, bum, 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 and Then the rest of it is just old stuff. This past okay. June, Richie said this, and then he said that, and then he said this. That's it, really. That's all the information we have. Okay. And they've got pictures of the different sets. Do you want to see that? Okay an image, a new tab. Let's pull this down here. All right, let's get that thing on the screen here. Present screen. Three, there we go. There's all the sets. I'm sure Jim will buy them all. There's all the different versions.
1: They already know what the different versions are going to look like.
2: Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> all right. I got a truckload of them already made.
1: All right. They're actually releasing this on a cassette.
2: Looks like it. Holy shit. Red cassette. Mm-hmm. Any interest in buying that? No. For 30 bucks or whatever it'll cost? <laughs> no. Or the picture CD or the picture well, album? I guess. I do yes. like
1: the picture disc. I, I am there? I am fans of picture discs. I do have a few of those. Yeah. Um, boy, I don't know.
2: It is interesting. Somebody put this in the chat room. No jewel case version.
1: Yeah, they got the they got the bifold cover now. Yeah. Up. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Where's the A track? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they're not releasing yet on eight tracks. I'm surprised that yeah, medium that hasn't doesn't come doesn't back. can't
1: have an eight-track player. That's the thing.
2: There's got to be a market for it. If should you get one on eBay?
1: Yeah, but you but you still can buy turntables though.
2: Yeah, but they came back for a while. You couldn't, and then they came back.
1: Hmm. You you could still buy them. Could you? Yeah.
2: Mm, I wouldn't know, and I'll never know. Cause I'll never own another turntable, and
1: I, I, I don't think you can buy an eight track.
2: Hmm.
1: Not commercially, is what yeah. I'm.
2: Can to you say. buy a cassette player?
1: That I don't know the answer to. Be honest,
2: I wouldn't know where to even start to look for a cassette. I right. guess Amazon. You know, Amazon.
1: The, the thing is, is that there were so many cassette players out there. Yeah, you know, between the Sony Walkman and home cassettes and mm-hmm. this, that, and the other that that was a standard for a long time so you know obviously i i have a dual cassette player here on my you know my um component Stereo. my component set right oh have that yeah
2: when's the last time you used it oh shit dude 20 20 some years ago at least do you even, do you even know where the cassettes are i have them yeah are they in a box somewhere?
1: Oh yeah, they're in a box
2: with Christmas presents. <laughs> <laughs> Probably.
1: <laughs> Probably.
2: Wow. Well, there you go. You can get your you can get your new Judas Priest Invincible Shield um, um, cassette. That'll be fun. There you go.
1: I have a cassette right there.
2: Take your Invincible Shield with you for a nice walk. Right. That'd be wonderful. On the cassette right there, there you go. look at that look at jim of course you did i used my cassette player two days of course yeah. you did yeah so sure you did what were you listening to the 1954 indians games <laughs> The right. Beatles show that you attended back in 62 shut up jim
0: <laughs> All right. well there it
2: is it's um Judas Priest, Invincible Shield.
1: Invincible Shield.
2: Not endorsed by Neely. <laughs> uh, yet. Well, let's let's run down a
1: few of the uh, previous Priest titles. Okay. We got Turbo.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We've got um, Angel- Ram it down. Ram it down. Angel of Retribution. British Steel uh defenders of the faith screaming for vengeance demolition fire power that's right you know th- these are all just like very very male dominated sounding killing machine that's right you know and then we got invincible
2: shield yeah <laughs> i'm standing behind my invincible shield
1: painkiller point of entry you know every everything is about uh breaching breaching the uh you know breaching the uh what do you want to call uh, the the uh shield yeah but it's an invincible shield against all that now man
2: Well, that's why priest has been able to carry on because the shield has always been invincible
1: right i guess
2: that's the that's the rule i guess
1: Got some stained class, sin after sin.
2: There is rock a roll in there. Yeah, poor. Yeah, but that was really early shit. That's pretty poor like Nostradamus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there you are. All
1: right. So is- we gotta wait till uh, March. 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 Okay. I'm
2: sure they'll start rolling out videos in the next week or two.
1: Yeah. Well, it's going to have to carry me through Christmas. Just hoping for that thing.
2: Yeah. Well, when do you think, I mean, when do you start rolling out videos?
1: Um, let's see. It's coming January, January, <laughs> probably,
2: probably one before Christmas.
1: Yeah. I would imagine
0: cause... to
2: get the pre-orders going.
0: Hmm. There'll
2: mm-hmm. be one before, like, like after Thanksgiving to get the pre-orders. Pre-orders are now and. Well, now this new thing, the pre-save.
1: Well, that's the whole thing is that uh, everything gets lost now because yeah. so they have to, they have to, well, I mean, I mean, look, look at, uh, look at the uh, ticket industry.
0: Mm-hmm. They have
1: to put tickets on sale for shows six and eight months in advance. Right. You know, like I, uh, well, the one that I actually purchased tickets for was, uh, the wasp show. Mm-hmm. And I had, I bought those almost uh, 10 months in advance. Yeah. 10 you, months.
2: When did I buy those Metallica
1: tickets? For the one you're going to? Yeah. Yeah. You bought those near the beginning of the year.
2: <laughs> I was going to say like January, maybe.
1: Yeah. So, so 11 <laughs> months later, you get to go see the show or 10 months later. Yeah. yeah so it, it takes six, six. And since when did concert tickets go on sale six and eight months in advance?
2: Probably since the same time that they got pricey enough to, you know, need a loan to go.
1: Right. So, you know, when, when, you know, your bands came around to your local arenas and stuff, they went on sale uh, like a month, maybe six weeks prior to the show. Right. And they'd sell out, but, but now they have to put them on sale, you know, a half a year before the event to, to give people time to buy the fucking thing.
2: Yeah true
1: so it's just wow it's a weird time that we live in
2: it is definitely not a not the best time for being a music fan that's for no sure.
1: no and you said this so long ago that that music is just a throwaway thing now
2: it is it is it's just it's totally disposable mm-hmm has no
1: no value no
2: other than vinyl there's really no value in anything physical product at all. Nobody even wants it. You know, they'll they'll sell more vinyl than they will CDs.
1: Yeah, because it's collectible. It's just yeah. a collectible
2: thing. Something that something that you collectors will stick in a frame and stick on your wall.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a tchotchke that will uh, collect uh-huh. dust.
2: Yeah, it's not new. You,
1: now you have to dust this fucking thing every yeah. week. <laughs> you just bought yourself a problem.
2: Yeah. That's why I'm good with it all just being on my phone. Good enough. <laughs>
1: I only have to wipe off the screen from the face grease. That's right.
2: Face (laughs) grease and spit. (laughs) Good enough. Uh,
1: Anything else?
2: Nah, that's good for this this segment. All
1: right. All right. Well, I'll let you pick a tune and uh, we'll come back and we'll wrap up the show.
2: All right. Let's go with, um, let's go with, um, Phil Campbell and the bastard sons. What? With, um maniac from their kings of the asylum record
1: okay all
2: right let's see here what do we got here kings
1: of the asylum uh bu- bu- bu. there we are and you said the maniac yep he's a maniac maniac yeah all right well here's uh phil campbell former uh motorhead member one of the former motorhead members that are still alive. That's right. The originals are gone, man.
2: All of them all are the, dead.
1: All the replacement guys are still around.
2: Mm-hmm. But they're getting old too.
1: Yeah, they are. All right. Well, here's uh Phil Campbell and the uh bastard sons with Maniac, exclusively here
2: on your classic metal show. <laughs>